Hey, welcome to it. Good to have you along. Happy Wednesday to you. Here we are, October the 31st. Tomorrow's the big day when uh, kids will be asking their parents, are you done with your costume yet? Can we put on mine now? As everybody gets into the holiday spirit, the Halloween spirit, except for in Milton. There's one, there's one lady in Milton that's not getting into the spirit at all. It's a horrifying story. Have you heard this? It's all over the news. I mean, you can't throw a Halloween kiss without hitting this story or some version of this story. People are outraged, and that's why I'm all over this sucker. So social media blew up because of Milton. Why? Because of Milton. Once the, uh, I think it was the third fastest growing city in Canada. It's a beautiful um, place where a lot of people live, that they, they commute to the city or commute to Mississauga for a job. And so there's a lot of kids there. It's like, it is kids central. And so there's a lot of kids that are going to get right into Halloween. And that brings us straight to Mitch Garber's house. For the last five years, this man has been putting on a haunted house. Didn't you? I was always in awe when I was a kid of those uh, people that would go over the top with their haunted houses. I love the decorations. I never wanted to go into one of the haunted houses, partially because my parents had said, don't go into strangers' houses. That day, <laughs> Halloween, I was going to take their candy, but I wasn't going in their house. Well, you're never to go into their house. But By the way, a, a haunted house back in my day for those Gen Xers you might remember, was a very dark house with a red light. They replaced the the porch light bulb with a red light. And uh, usually there was somebody sitting outside in a rocking chair to hand out candy. There was never anything scarier than somebody sitting outside in a rocking chair. You want me to go up there? That guy's out there. I might rock all over me, yeah. But this is now, every look at Halloween is a big business. They real I think there's as much spent on Halloween as there is on Christmas now or at least heading close to it. The de- the decorations that you can get, the decor for your house on Halloween, it's pretty spectacular. Spectacular, I should say. <laughs> oh, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, get rid of the air. <laughs> She's hilarious. Anyhow, um so there were some concerns on social media that this guy, uh, Mitch Garber, who's put on this pretty extravagant uh, fundraising, I should mention, haunted house at his house in Milton would be shut down by the bylaw officers. Because of one complaint from this lady who hasn't been happy for years. And so Tina T and Mike Stafford from the 640 Toronto Morning Show reached out to Mitch Garber and they got him on the show this morning. And I want to replay some of what Mitch Garber said. Basically, Tina was talking about how, you know, most of the neighbors were just so excited about it. And they were showing their support for Mitch. Here's what he had to say. Uh, there has never been a problem. Uh, the uh, support we got this year uh, because of the complaint was, uh, was heartwarming. We uh, really stand out in the community. We're doing a good thing for the community, for the Kidney Foundation. And it's a great event for the children to come out. Did have a little issue uh, with uh, one lady in particular who, uh, for the past three years, has lodged complaints with uh, members of parliament and our town council uh, media outlets. She has a problem with some. Uh, we have a couple of mannequins on our uh, front yard that uh, are dismembered, and it's a female uh, bust. And uh, this year, she added a problem of a uh, of a skeleton hanging in a tree, which we've had for about five years. Uh, my vast uh, the 
councilman and I've asked the Kidney Foundation to give them my phone number, give them my email, let's talk, let me see exactly what the problem is, and let me see if we can come to some sort of a mutual understanding. And she refused every year. This year she took it a little further. And uh, thanks to social media, someone posted that this might be our last year because of it. And uh, we had a town jump behind us and help us out. Uh, we did get a visit from a bylaw officer. And uh, the complaint was, uh, the only reason they came was because of the complaint. And the only technicality they had me on because I wasn't doing anything uh, illegal was uh, road fouling. So I had uh, something on the boulevard, which apparently we're not even allowed to put a pumpkin on our boulevard. Nobody is. Everybody knows that. Is Mitch new? You're not allowed to put anything on the on the city property. I, I get that, but listen, um, the, the re- this woman clearly felt triggered by it. I guess you know what? Let's be open minded here. I can see why she would have a problem with the female torsos. In fact, um, she in a letter uh, that she sent to our brother station at Q107 just down the hallway, um, the, she said the female torsos are decapitated and dismembered. They further normalize violence against women. Every six days, women a woman in Canada is killed by her partner. Uh, okay. So, you know, like what she says is probably true, but it is Halloween. I don't think anybody is. I, I think it's very clear the intent behind this is not to normalize violence against women. The darker skeletons, she said, being hung from a noose and lynched from a tree remind people of a horrific history of hate and racism. I believe that the homeowner's intent is to have fun, but these two uh, portions of the display are causing harm, and we know better. Uh, We should do better. Our youth deserve this. It's unfortunate that the homeowner, a counselor, uh, chose to, and counselor chose to misrepresent me and silence my perspective. One doesn't have to agree with me, but it would be wonderful to have the opportunity to have an open conversation as a society. Instead, I was silenced. She also says that the fundraiser for the Kidney Foundation is great. Never once did I ask for the entire display to be taken down. I have the concerns about the two or three things that I think should be taken away from public eye. She wants him to put it into, because he's got this like, uh, I, like a Quonset hut kind of thing that he put up on his driveway that you go through, you pay the day of, and you go through this haunted house. And that's how he raises money for the Kidney Foundation. You, he, he also has an online site where you can donate there if you want to support his cause so maybe he could move the female towards they're pretty pretty gruesome maybe move him inside he could have put something else out there the skeleton from the tree is a bit much though don't you think i think skeletons from a tree now i haven't seen these particular skeletons but it seems to me that that's almost entry-level halloween decoration it's like the ghost, the yeah. jack-o'-lantern, the skeleton. <laughs> yeah, it's it, we've got a white sheet with a balloon hey, and an elastic. Depending on where you, if this was up the up the the next town up, you might have a problem with a white sheet. Ghost potentially, and then the, the, got a bit of a rep. The the problem with the the skeleton, I think, is a little over the top too. You, you, how else are you going to display a skeleton? Maybe leaning against the floor. But it, his display, from everything that I've seen of it, looks like you know it's something that he's pieced together over a long period of time. One thing doesn't necessarily have anything to do with the other, and I I I understand where she's coming from because sometimes the Halloween decorations obviously get a little out of hand and they're probably scary for kids. But that's the whole point of Halloween; it's supposed to be scary. Now. 
Sometimes I find when people are outraged, the best thing to do is to talk to them. And you, you know, you have a dialogue and then you kind of both reach um, a middle point, a middle ground, a place where you can both um, find common ground and you can be rational and reasonable. So the morning show asked Mitch if this woman has ever talked to him. Uh, Only through the email that I've read through uh, um, other people. She hasn't emailed me. Uh, She's never spoken to me directly. About three years ago, she caught my wife off guard when my wife was coming home with my children. And she started talking to my wife, and my wife was busy and said, you need to talk to my husband. That was the only contact we've had. I've offered my olive branch for three years. She has never personally come forward. Um, And if she would have, I would have done a little something a little bit differently if I had to. Mm. Um, But you know what? If she's not going to come forward and take my olive branch, I'm not taking anything down. We're doing this for a good cause. It's Halloween, people. Listen, I believe this guy's impassioned. I hear what he's saying. He is doing it for a great cause. It is Halloween. Things get gruesome. Things get dark. It was a scary holiday. Like, it is a scary holiday. And a lot of people, I remember being a little kid, and some people's parents wouldn't let them go out. Oh, it's too scary, and they're strangers. It's like, I get that. And if your kid is triggered by things like that, unless you live across the street, you can always avoid that street, you know, for the couple of weeks he's got his stuff up. Or if you're triggered by it, by an, like as an adult, oh, come on, you're an adult. You can pick another route. You can get around it. However, there is something that he said that I found weird, Chris. I think that woman believes that she spoke to them because he says she's never spoken to, to me directly mm-hmm. because you know, I think if I had, a, if you have a problem with your neighbor or you're talking to your neighbor, maybe it's not a problem. Let's make it happy because not everything has to be a yeah. disagreement. I got great neighbors. But if I'm talking to um, the wife of my neighbor next door uh, and and I say something about something that's going on in their property, maybe, oh, um, your husband Dave's done a great job with the with the flower, I'm assuming. Can you tell Dave that I uh, I, I want to know where he got his plants or whatever? Oh, you'll have to talk to, or where'd you get your plants, mm-hmm. your shrubs? Oh, we well, have to talk to Dave about that. He does that. I'm assuming that she that I've already talked to her, and she's going to go in and let me know, let Dave know that I'm interested. And maybe he's going to come to me, or maybe that I feel like I've already gone to the homeowner. Don't you? Like, yeah. Do you have to ask for the person directly? But I feel like she hasn't really put that much of an effort in. Maybe she just sort of happened upon the wife one day and said something. There's, It's so easy to get a hold of someone, especially when you know where they live. Like she could walk up, knock on the door, it, you know, at, at a time where she can sort of surmise that there's two cars in the driveway and probably everyone's home mm-hmm. and she could have a civil conversation with him or a rain, drop a letter in the mailbox I know, but with don't her you, phone number and say, let's have a chat. The fact that she's not... To, to me also says that she's nervous because she kind of knows maybe she's being going a little overboard. Yeah. And also knows that he won't be receptive because he even said, I'd love to have a conversation with her about how I could change or move things around, but I'm not taking anything down. So she's probably you know, got an idea that he's not quite receptive to her criticism. She says it's unfortunate that the homeowner, the counselor, and she mentioned CTV because I guess they did a story on it, chose to misrepresent me and my and silence my perspective. One doesn't have to agree with me, but it would be wonderful to have the opportunity to have an open conversation as a society. Instead, I was silenced. You know what I think we should do, Chris? I think we should allow this woman to have an open conversation as a society right here on the Kelly Contreras Show. What do you think about that? I think we've got a great cross-section of society listening right now. Yeah.
Okay, so uh, this is a fundraiser for the Kidney Foundation. It's, it's a go, by the way. Um, the city bylaw officer said, yeah, you violated, um, you can't have anything on the um, the city property. You violated a bylaw there, but we're going to allow you to go ahead as long as all the decorations are removed from the boulevard within 24 hours. I think this guy's raised $40,000 for the Kidney Foundation. He's hoping to get another ten grand this year. By having people donate and go into a spooky house. Chris uh, wasn't given the, this caller's name, and I uh, understand why, because uh, I, welcome to the show. You say you're the person who, who lodged the complaint in the first place. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much, and I appreciate you covering this story and providing me with a forum to provide uh, my perspective. Okay, so let's talk. See, one of the things that I thought stuck out was uh, the fact that, because the morning show spoke a little earlier on to Mitch Garber and they yeah. had said that um you know he had said you went by to talk to his wife that was busy at one point and she said yeah. you're going to have to talk to my husband and I said I kind of feel like if that was me I'd feel like well I've already addressed it with the homeowner can you maybe give us the background into when you had that conversation and how that went Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I went over three years ago and knocked on the door. And I mean, yes, she was busy with her children. I have my children. I understand that. And I just said, you know, could I actually have a conversation with you about some of the, the well, the dismembered, um, you know, female torsos that are out on the lawn? And I said, you know, like, I know your intent is positive, right? But I said the impact is, is really negative. And I think, unfortunately, as a society, we're really normalizing violence against women. So I'm wondering is there any way that you could put those torsos into the paid portion so as community members we don't have to walk down the street and be confronted with that? Um, she then you know, asked me, where do I live? What do I do for a living? Mm. Which, to be honest, has nothing to do with the request I was making. Um, and she did say, yes. Yeah, did you tell her talk. or did you say? No, I didn't. Like, right. At that point, I thought, your okay, back's you know, now, I'm, I'm your back's mom. now up. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a, I'm a mom, right? Yeah. And I have kids that go to the local school, that go to the park that's three doors down. But you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I am very much in this community and obviously don't, you know, I was surprised by that. Sure. Um, I decided not to go to her husband because as speaking to some of my friends who live in the community said that that sometimes he could get agitated. And I thought, I don't want to put myself in harm's way. So right. I did reach out to the town of Milton at that point and just asked them, um, what their thoughts were. Of course, they told me that bylaw means you can put anything you want. She even said to me that the bylaw officer said, you know, you could put a swastika on your lawn. That's not a problem. Um, were you so, shocked you by know, that? Oh, I, yeah, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And maybe this is... I don't know one. that that's true. I don't think you can get away with a swastika on your lawn because I, I think that's a bit of hate speech. I agree with you. And I think it would be hate crime. So were you a bit shocked by the bylaw officer then? Oh, I absolutely was. And okay. that was your and that was year one. And right. I thought, you know what? I thought, surely it won't go up year two because you, she's had an opportunity. The family's had an opportunity to probably think about intent versus impact. Right. And I thought, you know, they'll probably put them in the paid portion. As we know, year two comes around and they're up again. And so this time I reached out to the Kidney Foundation. And I said, would you be able to talk to the, the homeowner and ask them to put it in the paid portion right because he's this is a fundraiser for the kidney foundation you're thinking okay well if i can't reach the homeowner then maybe they can because they don't want to be associated with the possibility of a linkage between what i'm saying this normalizes yes and the kidney foundation like i to be honest with you like 
one of my friends has kidney issues. Like the amount of money that he's raised for the Kidney Foundation is super fantastic. And I know that this is going to create more funds for the Kidney Foundation, which is phenomenal, right? Like I just want everyone to know that I am fully behind that. Um, so then when I spoke um, with the Kidney Foundation, they said absolutely. They contacted Mitch, but Mitch wanted my my cell phone number mm-hmm. and he also wanted my email and my email links me like it has my full name in it right so right. i'm not again I, I said to the kidney foundation i really they said that he wants to reach a compromise i said so the compromise would be putting it in the paid portion like personally do i think they should exist no they shouldn't but the compromise is in the paid portion um so that didn't go anywhere and then counselor can, I, can I just stop yeah, you there please. would a compromise just I, i'm just trying to kind of wrap my head around it and it, you're coming off as very uh uh you're coming off as very normal i i have to say like i think people expected to hear somebody that might be a little bit more uptight and tighter wound sounding um so it would a compromise because i don't know if a compromise is putting it into i guess you don't want the whole thing shut down but your problem is is the torsos mainly on the street um would a compromise have been what if it was a male torso just for the sake of uh, devil's advocate again yeah absolutely i I would find that very problematic as well and you know what made me think why or last week you know what it is is that it's it's pretty gruesome. Like you have the images there, right? Like, but how is a male how's a male torso more gruesome? I'm really trying to rationalize this more and understand gruesome? it. I don't think. It's no, more wait, gruesome. wait. More gruesome oh, than um, like a zombie head on the post. I think what those on and I don't like. Listen, I don't really agree with any of that. I don't yeah. think that the male torso um, is acceptable. I think it is. I think some of the aspects of the display, to be honest, are going over the top. However, I mm-hmm. will say that when we think about violence against men versus violence against women. Um, we don't hear a lot of reports about men being targeted, right? Unfortunately for women, like we see, you know, just this past week, um, you know, a woman was killed, right, by her partner. And and it's, uh, you know, the Canadian Women's Association reports that, you know, every six days a Canadian woman dies at the hands of her partner, right? So I feel sadly that we've just kind of normalized violence against women. Um, if it's male torsos, do I feel, would I feel the same way? I probably wouldn't have maybe perhaps the same visceral reaction. Um, maybe it was chopped up penises, bloody on the lawn. I would, right? Yeah, that, well, that's a, a little over the top. That's yeah, for sure. That you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to, we had to call you, um, let's just call you Madam X for now. Cause I need a code okay. name. Madam X is on the line right now. This is why I'm, I'm calling her Madam X. Cause I, she wants to retain her anonymity and I get it because a lot of people would be pretty harsh, especially on social media to somebody who they think is shackling their buzz on Halloween and hurting uh, a worthy cause. So that's the first thing I can think of. I apologize if that's an offensive name, Madam X. <laughs> it's all good. Thank you. So okay, so am I kind of on the right path here? So then year three comes along, and then what happens? And so year three comes along, and so sure enough, the female torsos are out once again. And uh, and then a couple of, was it last week, one of my friends um, who is um, has a biracial family says, I think there's skeletons hanging from the tree this year. She's like, the sun was kind of setting. Um, so she's like, can you please, can you go check it out? Um, so I did go check it out, and sure enough, um, there are skeletons in a noose hanging from the tree. Um, like you said, the flesh is darker colored. Um, and so, again, it's intent versus impact, right? Mm. So I don't I don't assume for a moment that Mitch or the homeowner, um, that he had a negative intent, right? I think absolutely that um, his intent is to have fun. and But, again, it's that negative impact, right? right. And, and so in, it, I, in Mitch's defense, like, you know, when things rot, they go, dark in color so i don't yeah, think you can absolutely. read in that's reading into it a bit 
a bit much. Um, so basically, things. do you feel like... Do you because they haven't been moved inside the torsos? Do you feel like this is like a one up almost? Are you taking this personally now? <laughs> do you know what? It is kind of a. I mean, is that how you're feeling? I just want to you know try what? and get I in do your feel. I mean, that is part of it. Absolutely, I do feel it as a one up. But to be honest with you, I think about the children who are walking to school, mm-hmm. and I think about the park that's beside them, and I think that you know, if I'm a person of color or if I'm somebody who also like we had someone hang themselves just down the forest. Um, it was, I think, around this time last year, to be honest with you. Um, and so these are triggering images, right? If you see people in a noose hanging from a tree. But isn't um, ha- hasn't Halloween always been triggering? When you were a kid, weren't you freaked out by people that would... But I don't feel, I really feel like just the last few years that it has become... Um, much more over the top, much more realistic. And I think that it would be nice if we had a choice um, to engage with that. Okay. And so you, we are engaging. And, yeah. um, no, uh, and I mean, yes. I oh, was sorry. When I say engage with it, like I have the choice to go into the shed. Do you know what I mean? Pay my money, go into the shed. And okay. You're scared. saying this is not your choice. And you, can I go back a little bit to the beginning of our conversation? You live on the street or in the neighborhood? I live in the neighborhood. Okay, so could you avoid this street if you wanted to? Because I think that's what people are thinking here. Because you do, you sound reasonable. No, absolutely. And so, to be honest with you, I'm really being, I'm here as an advocate for voices that typically don't have a platform, right? Let me Um, ask you something personal, Madam Max. And these are really personal questions. I'm just curious. Um, You are Caucasian. Yes. Okay. Have you ever been a victim of and this domestic violence yourself? No. Okay. I, I think where people would get upset here is that you're speaking out for people that aren't speaking out for themselves. And what do you say to that? And this is the only reason why I ask you those two questions is so that I could ask you, what do you say to the people that are saying, well, you know what, it, Madam X, it's not really your, you don't have to do this. This is about Halloween. You're making this about something bigger than it is. And I would say to them that people who actually have been targeted and have had those life experiences have reached out to me and they feel that it's unsafe to actually approach the homeowner and speak to it. And so there are times when you Mm -hmm. need to be an ally, right, and to use, you know, whatever platform you can to say, you know what, can we just think about this for a moment, right? And I'm not saying that somebody needs to be... Like, you don't necessarily need to agree with me, but let's just think about it. Let's think, have a conversation about this. And I feel like when we know better, we do better, right? Um, Last week, we heard the headlines of students talking about, you know, the sexual assaults they've endured, the violence they've endured, the racism they've endured in school. And I just think, you know, youth deserve better. We we owe them that. And so, um, to be honest with you, I'm trying to use whatever privilege I have, right, Uh, whatever platform I can get to say, Let's maybe take it a step back. Let's let's put these images. Is there anything is, is there anything that that could make you happy at this point? Like what could be done beyond like next year? What would make you happy? <laughs> I would love for those to be honest with you be in the paid portion of the shed. Like that's all I'm asking. And for, we're right? talking about skeletons are gone. What if the I'm skeletons were just white skeletons hanging there? Like just bone, no flesh. Triggering to be honest. Okay. With you. I think it's still triggering to especially cuz our community just you know what I mean? Last year, had someone hang themselves, like you know, uh, you know this. Yeah, we we uh, sadly we know suicides on the rise. You know what I mean? Like so, I just think that uh, maybe where we stay away from 
Do you think Halloween in general is too triggering? Would you like the whole holiday to be? No, so that's the ironic part is that um, I have skeletons on my own lawn. I have a display out, right? Um, And but it's done in fun. Um, Right. So if the skeleton is under a tree playing a banjo, it's okay. Totally, absolutely. And there's a great house actually um, in the neighborhood as well. And every day they have skeletons dressed up and they're telling a story and they've gotten engaged and they go shopping. And do you know what I mean? Like, so there are ways, I think, to have fun with it. And I understand that, you know, Mitch wants to, um, you know, obviously it's tons of fun with the gore and whatnot. And I'm not negating that, right? It is a great um, and fun holiday. I just think that the certain aspects of the display take it a little too far. And I feel that there's uh, it's a negative impact. And uh, I know that's not his intent, but the impact is negative, And I just feel a compromise would be, please put it in the paid portion so people have a choice to interact with it. Well, I appreciate you, you know, having the uh, the guts to call in and actually have your your side of the story told because, you know, we didn't reach out to you because we didn't know who you were. And so well, we so appreciate you reaching out to us. Thank you. Can I just speak to that for one moment? So the problem being with being misrepresented on CTV that I wanted the whole thing shut down has now created a firestorm on social media. People are actually calling for me to be lynched. They want my address. They want to go after me. Um, And so this is why I asked um, your producer to be anonymous. Um, And and I haven't taken to social media to explain my side of the story because now it's not safe. And so um, I appreciate the opportunity to share with you. Um, You know, really, I just uh, I just think we can do better. All right. And, and, you know, it shows that you feel bullied and I I can understand, you know, you go with a complaint and, and somebody immediately asks what you do for a living and who you are that's a little off-putting maybe a little nerve-wracking what does it matter i'm just telling you how i feel about this i uh i appreciate you sharing your side of the story okay thank you very much for this i appreciate it uh, is it uh, appropriate to say happy halloween it totally is <laughs> all right happy halloween <laughs> have a fantastic halloween all right you too okay that's madam x um she lives in milton and she's the person that lodged the complaint just wants things moved inside we might have dressed this a little bit later on All right, out to the roads we go for a look at the drive. 640 Toronto Chopper traffic. Here's Richard Martin.